Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. The warrior Bima is tricked into a fool's errand. He seeks his parents in heaven. They are not there. Instead, he finds them in hell. He offers his parents the elixir of life, yet they refuse. They accept the fruits of their karma. This being their final test, they ascend to heaven. The story of Bhimaswarga teaches us that heaven and hell are allegories, not truths. Life is cyclical, and so is death. ada Big Bang. So sebetulnya di wayang ada Big Bang juga. Jadi kulitnya menjadi putihnya semar. Okay, so when the world was the universe was created, um, the universe is like an egg Eggs. that broke. Yes. Okay, from the then, shell. Yes. It's this fellow here. It's called Togok. Yes. From the yellow, yes. the yolk, Bataraguri. the the teacher, the yes. Batara, the teacher. And then the putty white. And the white of the egg is semar. Okay. Ini mendampingi orang baik. Semar. Yes. It's to accompany the good. So, so this is to accompany the bad, the yes. demon. This is to accompany the good. So the philosophy is without this, there is no this. Without this, there is no this. There is no right without wrong. There is no dark without light, but each interconnects. That yes. is the main philosophy. Yeah. So the existence comes from the same egg. For a thousand years, the Wayang 
or shadow play has been entertainment for both mortals and the gods. In the shadow world, everything has its opposites. At work within every man are forces both divine and animalistic. The philosophy of the shadow play is to strive for balance. You cannot kill the dominant animal urges within. You must harness them, yet not be controlled by them. Shadows that manifest on screen are more than mere relief. As they come alive, timeless tales, interspersed with subversive stories, bring the world of gods, monsters, and heroes into sync with current social commentary. Correct me if I'm wrong, it's the fourth largest country in the world? The fourth largest, but we are the third largest democracy. 17,000 islands, the majority of the population, 60% live on Java. And how many people in Jakarta? Greater Jakarta is around 25 million. But 25 million? 25, that's a greater right. area. What should the rest of the world know about the fourth largest country in the world that they don't know? Because, let's face it, I think if you ask most people who are going to watch this show, tell me something about Indonesia, you'll get a total blank. Indonesia, we are very, very diverse. Because even before Islam came, the locals, they have their own traditions, they have their own culture. Tolerance, tolerance, the tolerance, the attitude of tolerance, religion tolerance, uh, rather drop in our country. Uh, the, the, the level of tolerance yes. is declining? Yes. But in the food, all very single food from this area go to another area. Basically, food is a great unifier. You right. see... So you may speak poorly of another region. Oh, they're terrible people over there. But their food is good? Yeah. They say that if you really want to know and try every single dish, in Indonesia, you have to live here for 40 years. 40 years. So you need to stay here for a long time because every single area has its own specialty. Padang food, this is from West Sumatra. If we talk about fast food, this is the yeah. fastest food. I mean, this is way before this genre of fast food exists in the world. As you sit down, they come up with all the dishes, and the concept is you choose what you want to eat and you only pay right. for what you want to eat. Here is... Pull, pull. It's lungs, fried lungs. Lung, lung. Fried lungs. Fried lungs. This is an intestine goulash, and this... Basically, the skin. Fried uh, fat and skin. Yeah, oh, I like that. Because this is rendang, we're very proud of our rendang. And what makes Padang food very special is the spice. Yes. The spice and the chili. So good. Yeah, you like rendang? I do. We can eat that all day. So, 
I, I wanted to ask the traditional Indonesian shadow play. How does one learn? How did you uh, learn your art? All Sidobatanasas is turunan. Yes, it's all you know, yes. passed on from generation oh, it is. to generation. So your father did this yes. as well. And as I understand it, traditionally, the, the puppet master was allowed a certain latitude to tease, provoke, or openly mock the powerful. How far can you go? It's a bit like in the court jester, right. where the court jesters are expected you know, to make people laugh, but at the same time, it's an opportunity also to criticize mm -hmm. without getting punished for it. But at the same time, there is a philosophical level to it, to make the people aware yeah. of certain aware, dangers. Aware that kebenaran dan kesalahan itu blind, blind. Yeah, so to make the people aware that truth Mm -hmm. and wrongdoings, it's, it's actually not black and white. They interconnect. From the very beginning of your universe, uh, your, uh, the universe is dark, darkness, okay? The universe can see uh, lighting by knowledge, by science. But unfortunately, science makes the shadow. It is the paradox. With, with, without light, you can't you can see anything. By lighting, lighting meaning the knowledge, the, the science, the conscience, kesadaran, yeah, consciousness, consciousness. Uh, you can see everything, you can see, but everything makes shadow. Watch the shadows, not the puppets. The right in constant struggle with the left. Forces of light and darkness in an endless fight for supremacy, neither prevailing. What is good? What is evil? Who is the hero? Who is the villain? What is up or down? Black or white? What is right or wrong? In shadow play, no such final conclusion exists. This podcast is supported by Sleep Number. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores? Sleep Number does that. Only Sleep Number smart beds let you each choose your ideal comfort and support, your sleep number setting. Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. All Sleep Number smart beds feature cooling, pressure-relieving comfort layers for soothing sleep throughout the night. Temperature-balancing bedding is designed to move heat and moisture away when you're hot. When you're cool, they hold their energy to help warm you. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number Limited Edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
money. <laughs> uh, I think we're paying to not play music. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So you teach here. And you were educated in the States? Yes, yeah. I got my second Fulbright when I was teaching at a scholar in residence at the University of California. And your subject was the Nixon years uh, yeah, during, during that, that period? Yeah, yeah, after World War II. You were also uh, a man of the cloth, a man of faith. <laughs> uh, so the right man to talk to, we've been largely advised that, that we will make people uncomfortable if we even discuss the year 1965. <laughs> the, the, the year of living dangerously. The year of living dangerously. Yeah. What happened was basically the communists were accused of launching a coup against the government. And because of that, there was kind of a justification for killing people who were suspected of being communists. And who were they? They're just villagers or people who in a very vain way associated with or connected with the Indonesian Communist Party. Right. Indonesia boasts one of the world's most bizarre leaders. Then three weeks ago, the communists staged a coup, but it misfired and the army struck back. Michael Charlton reports. Indonesia's revolution is still fiercely on the boil as the systematic roundup of communists goes on. With its leaders either captured or killed, the communist force collapsed. The army led a hunt for party officials, slaughtering the largest communist party outside the Iron Curtain. General Suharto has taken advantage of the passion stirred to try and swing public opinion hard against their right. The army now control all news and information. The actual number who were killed were between half a million to one million. And many more were imprisoned, tortured, and things like that, so. Is it in the interest of uh, uh, Indonesians to be fully aware of what happened in 65? Has Indonesia, has a country reconciled itself to those events? Is there eagerness to know? Yes, there is. There are people who, many people. At the same time, there was also fear. So many people, they kept silent to avoid their family members being implicated. So yes, there is a lot of eagerness, but at the same time, there are a lot of fear. Yeah. And so the real political situation is... More complicated. Know, yeah, more complicated. everyday life thrills you here. You wake up in the morning, walk outside. Well, you could not meet nicer people, Tony. I mean, everyone treats everyone else with respect and kindness. It's ingrained in the culture here. You just still see certain things here that are just gone in other countries. You know, you still have people putting satay on the street. You've got people wheeling around sort of wooden carts that have gone elsewhere. At the same time, you've got 60 million people with smartphones, all on social media, and, you know, that's opening up massive opportunities. To be a journalist here now is just a privilege. Yeah, is 
this so is this the uh, unofficial uh, Foreign Correspondence Club? It is. Very much it is so. indeed, yeah. How long have you been living here? Most of 18 years. How long have you been living here? Uh, I've had two stints, so I'm about stints. six years. Yeah, so Same I with that. Same. Yeah. Two stints. So, how are things going? I mean, this is a democracy now, yes? Oh, it is. I've always called it a microcosm of, of all the good and bad in the world, because Indonesia has everything. Democracy, it has pollution, it has environmental degradation, it's got human rights abuses, there's a lot of problems here, but one of the great things going on is these elections are free and fair and everybody knows it. A popular president, relative peace in the land, free speech? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but there, there, there are two yeah. subjects that there is a real reluctance to talk about and reconcile, and it's kind of weird. The years 1965 and 1975, there isn't much appetite to look at that. Why? For reputational reasons, yeah. uh, as much as anything, but also potentially legal reasons as well. So the, the two main perpetrators of the, of the massacre were the military and the mass Islamic groups. Uh, groups who are moderate these days, but at that time, amid that hysteria, they were involved in this kind of brutal pogrom. This was sort of hand-to-hand, -hand, slitting throats, garroting people, burying them in mass graves. Very nasty, nasty stuff. And then the second reason is, there was an intensive campaign of propaganda which portrayed this uh, uh, massacre as, a, as an honourable attempt by Suharto to put down a communist coup. Is it even useful for Indonesians to look at that extraordinarily painful, awful period of time? We're journalists, right? You know, you've got to believe allowing these stories to be told, it, you know, is going to be to the good. You know, I don't know. I want to believe that. I really do. I do believe it. But certainly, the West doesn't much want to talk about it. I mean, no. we, were, we were... Culpable. <laughs> but yes, we were, we were in deep. But what is it? Henry Kissinger walks into a bar. It sounds like a joke. Uh, Henry Kissinger and a penguin walk into a bar. Uh, I'm not asking what you do, but what would... Would it displease you if I walked over and punched Henry Kissinger in the face? <laughs> would you find that entertaining? Would I, I, would. A, would, I would. Would you have a frisson of pleasure, even? <laughs> would you feel that justice is, is in some small way served? You hate Henry. I hate him. <laughs> yeah. Because in my travels, I stumble across his good works everywhere. I go. Right. Let's do this. <laughs> a rabbit punch. <laughs> no, kidney punch. Yeah. Cheers, guys. Oh, my. Java is Indonesia's seat of power. But this home to millions is just one of seemingly countless islands across the archipelago. Bali endures as an island of legends, of magic and spirits, where ancient animist traditions blend with Hindu and Buddhist beliefs. Ceremonies and offerings are an attempt to bring harmony between the upper world of the gods and the lower world of the demons, with man balanced in between. Who is the hero? Who is the villain? 
Who decides what is right or wrong? Bali is as much an island of the gods as it is the demons. Shot of the uh, people getting uh, massages by the pool while eating. Uh, this is an Emmy-winning shot, dude. It's happening right over there. So this too is Bali, I guess, or it is now. Thank you, Jimmy Buffett, for taking a big dump on the world. Another Wagyu slider, my good man. Yes, thank you. By weight, how much human waste is generated by your average person on vacation? Look around you. Do the math. I want a water sample. I'm telling you. The fecal coliform uh, count is going to be interesting. I'm sure there's a metaphor here. Am I bitter? Am I just old? Do I just have like a predisposition, instinctive hatred of young people? Perhaps. Enjoy the moment. The words of Baba Ramdas: "Be here now." But I am here now. <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not actually having sliders. I mean, you eat those things. They want 
to improve their lives in a physical and spiritual way. They would like to have an experience that they can remember. You mentioned Bali, and people think paradise. I of mean, course. Of course. Of course. Oh, yeah, I remember this dish. I love it, of course. Maybe we could just talk really quickly about the food. Very quickly. No, I, I get in uh, VO because I've had it before. We don't need to talk about this food because I know it very, very well. I will speak incredibly knowledgeably of it in voiceover. Trust me. I've been here before, right? I have been here, I think, 11 years ago, and it was a very different look and play, even then, 11 years ago. 11 years is too long. Yes. <laughs> How did you get into the yoga business? Did you anticipate it was it would become so big, or did it start small? Not really, honestly. It was when the Eat, Pray, and Love was shooting in the island. So tell me, how many uh, customers you do in a day? 300 to 400 people. That's a big increase. It's, it's really huge, you, because you see the traffic, how crazy it is. It is crazy. <laughs> Dealing with the traffic. <laughs> I mean, it's worse than Manhattan. Well, right now, that we have two big problems right now. First is waste, second is traffic. Is the tourism bad? Yes, it has its bad side. Is the tourism good? Yes, of course, right? What is Bali? What is Balinese people? What is Balinese culture? What part of this could be supported by the people who come to Bali? What kind of people do we want to come to Bali? I think you've got to put your finger on something that a lot of people have not. Because you don't want to just do yoga, you want to do yoga in reasonable distance of this. Of these temples. If you come to Bali and it looks exactly like Cancun and Miami, why the f get on a plane all the way to Bali? one of the three most piratical places on the planet. It's pretty safe around here now. It used to be in the early days when we were filming here. You first arrived in Indonesia in 65, right? That's right. But it was pretty, pretty hairy then. Given that you arrived at absolutely the worst possible time, yeah. what was it about the place that uh, compelled you to come back? Uh, unexplored regions, tropical animals, ancient civilizations, 
long memory amongst the people, mysticism, everything a schoolboy would obviously love. You're uh, training, correct me if I'm wrong, psychoanthropology? Yes. Now, are there through lines or is there any connectivity between belief systems? They're different, but they're all united by a common theme that they believe in the reality of the invisible world. They believe it's stronger than what we think is the reality, you know, what we can touch and measure and weigh. They would all share the belief that this is illusion that this is only the surface of another greater reality beneath it. In that, they're fairly constant. This is Nusa Penido. This was a penal colony for Bali. They put their criminals here. Right. And they also believe that it is the home of the Layaks, the witches, the black magicians. This island has not been invaded uh, like Bali. No, it hasn't. Yeah, there's a bachelor party going on there. Oh, no. It's messing with you, man. Wow, beautiful. The Assignment with me, Audie Cornish. Celebrities of all kinds are speaking publicly about their therapeutic trips, so to speak. It turns out there is a burgeoning industry ready to serve the new influx of people who find themselves turning away from traditional mental health therapy. The gap between what we know and what we don't about psychedelic therapy. Listen to The Assignment with me, Audie Cornish, on your favorite podcast app. Biggest local lobsters I've ever seen. Wow. In the West, we tend to think of things in a binary way. There's good and evil, life, death. You've seen every variety of human behavior uh, in this part of the world. Always a notion of light and dark, good and evil, just not absolute ones? Uh, you know, we call Bali the island of the gods. That's a sort of slogan for the tourism industry, but it's equally an island of the demons. I mean, I, I've always found useful in anthropology this concept of the left and the right cranial right. hemispheres. The left is the thing that we are over-dominant in in the West. It handles a rational, practical, consecutive thought. Here, it's the opposite imbalance. It's the other way around. The right is the intuitive, holistic, Access to everything we've ever been. That's Access the right to our brain. genetic memory, exactly. So they know stuff we don't know. They definitely know no stuff doubt. we don't know. 
given all the time you spent in Indonesia, do you experience life differently or in any way similarly to the way people here look at it? No, I don't think I do see it the way people here see it. I like to think that I can see what it is that they're seeing, as it were, but I've got a broader perspective because I'm a Westerner, I'm a foreigner in a strange land, I'll never be considered an Indonesian. I, I'm enriched by being here because there's a greater variety of human experience going on here. Yeah, tell me about the funerals because we're attending one. You, you are, you will be. Yes. Well, a Balinese funeral is a very sobering phenomenon, especially for us Westerners who distance ourselves from death. We spend quite a long time doing these beautiful offerings, all of it to go up in flames. Ah. So it's ephemeral art. And the idea is that we too are ephemeral. And uh, this is why it's quite an extraordinary thing, that you actually light the match that consumes your loved one. Well, it's in your face mm -hmm. that we are not our bodies because they really believe in an afterlife. They really believe that you will be coming back and you will be joining your ancestors in the meantime. Maybe wrong, but it's wonderful to be able to believe that and to derive all the warmth and strength and benefit of it. Is this all human poetry or is there something in it? Yeah, I wonder, I mean, I've thought about, you know, as one does, yeah. you know, how I want to go, how do you want to go? I'd be burned. I can handle... You creation. want a party? I mean... Oh, I'd rather a party, yes. You would. How about you? You want them all to cry, don't you? No, <laughs> no. Leave me in the jungle. <laughs> okay. I don't want a party. Uh, okay. Reported dead. Okay. You know, what actually happens to my physical remains is of... Doesn't matter. ...zero much. interest to me. Unless it could provide entertainment value throw me into a wood chipper and spray me into Harrods, you know, at the uh, middle of the rush hour. That would be pretty epic. Right. I wouldn't mind being remembered in that way. Well, it's not necessarily entertainment for the people. Most of the time it's performed for the unseen. That's why it's a shadow play. It's also for the shadow world. Balinese have a lot of magical thinking. Often, we believe that what happens in the real world is a consequence of what is happening in the shadow world. That's why there's so much offerings and appeasements. Every day, we make offerings. Love notes, thank you notes, left around to the spirit saying, thank you for keeping everything in balance. So today is the final rites of the human. Once the ashes are scattered to the sea, then begin the rites of the spirit. So who will attend the funeral today? The family, of course. But cremations in Bali are very much a communal affair, so the village runs it. 
It's not just the family. Right. People's attitudes towards the passing of a life, towards death, funerals, wakes, different here than in the West. Not, no weeping and rending of garments. There is a lot of... There is. It's at the bathing ceremony of the body, that is when the mournful event becomes a joyous occasion. Right, but the funeral itself... It's a joyous occasion, especially the cremation. It's a big send-off, it's a big party to send the spirit to the afterlife. We are not talking about the end. No. Life is cyclical. It's very much a circle. So this is something to be happy about. Yes, definitely. next journey. This is where you frame that big send-off to the next life. And of course, that journey is the, the mystery, the unknown, because eventually the soul will be reincarnated back here.
Pantian korap tu bimusinu marikanang kawakin yang The shadow play story of Bimaswarga is often told as part of funerary rites for many reasons. Heaven and hell are allegories, not truths. Heaven and hell exist right here on the mortal plane. No tears should be shed during the cremation ceremony. Tears only hold back the soul of the departed. At sundown, ashes will be released, returned to the purity of the sea. Time is circular, as is life. Death is but the beginning of another journey. All stories should end on a beach. All the good ones do, anyway. Why should this one be any different? When you work, you work next level. And when you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number smart beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high-quality sleep every night. 
Sleep Next Level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So, you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.